Hi, welcome to this live webinar. Um, today we're looking at property rental tax in the UK uh, for people that are living and working abroad. So we're addressing this as an issue for expats um, who own UK property rental. And we're addressing it from the perspective of um, uh, UK expats who are living and working abroad and still got property back in the UK. Now this covers quite a lot of circumstances and quite a lot of different criteria. So we want to have a look at those and, and, and consider what the, the options are because today we've got a new tax year. So we're into the new UK tax year um, and, and uh, tax returns for calendar year countries uh, like Cyprus uh, are now available and due to do in April. So it, it's the new tax year now. Uh, we're into April and we need to be getting on with doing our tax returns for the last year, be that to the end of December 21 or be that to the 5th of April 22. So how are we going to do that? We're going to consider it today from a global perspective, property rental income, um, and then look at it as from a UK perspective of that income before we give a, an example. And we'll use the example again of of Cyprus property rental income, just to illustrate the complexity of that and uh, also uh, how that feeds back into an English return if uh, a UK resident owns overseas property rental income. Because what we need to consider there is that, uh, is this property rental income, um, uh, is it being reported and should I be declaring it? This is maybe something that expats haven't done in the past and that they, they need to consider uh, doing going forward. So uh, let, let's have a look at that. From, from a global perspective, um, all property agents uh, report uh, what's happening. And, you know, with the recent events of 2022, uh, this is ratcheting up another level in terms of um, uh, identity verification and anti-money laundering. Anti-money laundering legislation might be targeted at criminals, uh, might be targeted at terrorists, uh, but tax is a criminal uh, 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 legislation. And if you you don't declare your income properly, it's a criminal offence. So all uh, taxable income comes under anti-money laundering regulations. So whether you're with a bank or, or an investment company, you've been used over the years to providing ID verification and address verification. Um, but uh, this has ratcheted up last year and again this year so that any property agent now investment company, uh, bank, accountant, tax preparation service, or lawyer needs to be able to show to you uh, uh, as a regulated business uh, or to show to the regulators uh, that they've got photo ID for you, either your national ID if you're in the EU or, or the States or, or your passport will do or driving license would do. So a, a photo ID, is one requirement. Um, uh, address verification with a utility bill or a bank statement is a second verification. They'll accept a bank statement uh, confirming the address because that is verified 
uh, against your utility bill. Uh, again, you know, the, the bank have done that verification as well. Um, if there's a, a, a company, uh, you need to prove who the beneficial owners are. So if you've got a family trust or a family company and you've got a number of different beneficiaries, each of those beneficiaries needs to verify uh, their own identity so they've got that proof of funds in the regime. And then at the next level after that, um, you also need to prove source of funds. So if you have got a big flow of money to buy a property, for example, you need to show where that money is coming from. Now, this makes buying property or selling property, you know, very complicated for, for some people and can cause confusion and delay. Um, but have in mind that once that information is sought and registered by your uh, rental agent or the estate agent selling property or the bank doing the mortgage, that information is shared with the tax office. So an expat living and working abroad could be resident in Switzerland or China uh, and, and, and investing in property in the UK, um, even if the expat is resident in another jurisdiction, um, they will exchange um, the information from the property rental income in the UK will be exchanged back to their country of residence and vice versa. Uh, so for a UK uh, tax resident who's investing in overseas property, they might not declare the property rental in the past, but that information is shared now and that will come back to the tax authorities uh, to either auto fill the tax return or, or to verify against the information that you, that you submit. So when you look at a, a tax return in the UK or in a, a jurisdiction like Cyprus, the, the, the tax return that you, you submit is buried, verified against the exchanged information they've received from another jurisdiction. So it's very important that you be aware of this and, and that you, you complete uh, a correct and full information of all your, your registered income. Um, and that would go for an Airbnb as much as it would go for for um, uh, a, a private holiday let or a long-term let uh, in in the UK. So that, that that that's the conditions. Now, property rental, as we were saying in this series about New Year taxes, uh, property rental income in the UK has changed quite a lot over the last few years. One thing that hasn't changed is that property rental income arises in the UK. Therefore, it's taxable in the UK. Uh, so if an expat has got a thousand uh, uh, has got a thousand pounds allowance so if you your rent is very very small um, then then you, you do have a personal allowance once your rental income goes over a thousand uh, you have to report that income to to the HMRC in the UK so whether you're owning property from abroad or whether you're in the, U, uh, the property's in the UK already, it's being rented out. If it's, uh, uh, your rental income is more than a thousand, it needs reporting to the HMRC and then a return needs to be done. Whether you've got gross income or net income, in, in effect, any net income is automatically reportable on a, on a tax return. Uh, over two and a half thousand a year, so more than two hundred uh, a month rent is, is reportable in the UK. Whether you're owning that property from overseas or whether you're in the UK and own overseas 
property would be the same because it's still classed as property rental income. So um, because property rental income is reported under self-assessment in the UK, then like self-employed people for the UK, it's all deemed to be earned on the last day of the tax year, the 5th of April. So um, you've got some flexibility there. If you're renting through a registered property agent, they could deduct tax at source. A non-resident landlord, uh, so an expat who's living and working abroad, can register their property, uh, can register as a non-registered landlord. But again, you're verifying that you are overseas. You're verifying that you're not um, uh, where your tax resident is and, it, and that it's shared with the UK and the property rental income. So your uh, source income and your destination income are both reported on, on one lot of tax returns. So it's an important point to bear in mind there. So the non-resident landlord allows you to get uh, income gross in the UK, um, but you must report that then in, in your country of residence. Vis-a-vis, uh, -vis, if you're in the UK and you're renting property in Portugal or Spain or Greece or Cyprus, that income it is reportable in the UK on, on your income as foreign income or as property rental income, uh, depending on how, how you're treating it as an individual or, or, or as a business. So if you need help registering as a non-resident landlord, contact us at ProPartnership.com. Um, uh, go to our website and we can give you help and guidance on, on getting that, that registration return done. Uh, we've got a retained client service uh, where you can um, uh, register and, and get online advice and guidance for is this allowable, is that allowable, how do I complete this section of the tax return, or if you want us to do the whole service for you, we can do that as well. So uh, jump on board and get registered with ProAct. Um, and while we're talking of our services, uh, and you're watching this on YouTube, if you like it, please please do leave a like, leave a comment and, and share it. And don't forget to subscribe so we we'll keep you up to date with, with later returns uh, and, and later uh, webinars as we develop this New Year tax series and our other series for expats living and working abroad relocating overseas or investing uh, offshore. So uh, if you're a non-resident landlord, <coughs> you can have your income in the UK paid gross, but you've still got to pay tax on that. You've got a, a, a personal allowance if it's a very small income a year, but otherwise um, the, the good news for expats is if you've got no other income in the UK, you can use your personal allowance of using round figures, 12,500 for that year. But above that, then, 20% tax does become due. Uh, and this is where a lot of complication arises with property rental in the UK. So uh, if you 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 um, got this as a personal, personally owned property, there's a limitation on what you can uh, charge as an allowance against your income. So you're not... Uh, allowed to offset mortgage interest, uh, for example, um, on, a, on a UK private rent. You can if you incorporate, so if you buy the property through uh, a company or operate or transfer it into a company, that, that can be done. But switching between the two 
forms of ownership is, is a full conveyance. So you have stamp duties, a conveyance fees, uh, and potentially capital gains assessments on a transfer between a, an individual and a company. doesn't mean that it's not cost effective. And when we do a tax preparation for a client, we look at that. It might be uh, become more cost effective to go and make their property rental a, a corporate arrangement rather than a personal arrangement. Uh, and there could be potential long-term capital gains tax savings or income tax savings. Because for an individual personally owned property portfolio in the UK being rented out is subject to, to income tax in the UK. So potentially you've got a liability up to uh, 45% if your property rental income goes over 150,000. Whereas in a corporate uh, structure, the income is, is limited in the UK uh, to a UK company's corporate tax is, is 19%. So the, so the self-assessment return assesses all the income as if it, it rises at the end of the year, 5th of April. So on the 6th of April, uh, we're doing a return based upon last year's income with last year's allowances uh, and expenses to, to offset against that. If you made a loss, you can carry it forward. Um, if what, what you can claim as expenses it varies, so if if even as an individual, you could be a commercial uh, uh, property agent, in which case you can get some allowances and capital allowances, uh, furnitures, fixtures, fittings, wear and tear can be offset against that. And obviously, that can be an advantage if if they're legitimately spent uh, so again that's part of the tax preparation service we can help you with either with our online retained client service or with our proact tax preparation service that's available to to our clients uh, contact us at proactpartnership.com uh, for more help and guidance on that uh, <clears throat> you could also in the uk pay national insurance on your property rental income. So if you're running it as a business, even as an individual, you could have a liability to a national insurance. Now there's been some big changes um, announced going forward as opposed to going back. So the tax return we do on the in April 22 is for the last year. So it's used on the last year's uh, um, thresholds. Going forward, National insurance allowance is, is changed. Um, although it's announced in the budget to take effect in the current tax year, it doesn't actually come into effect until beginning of July. It's the three month uh, switchover period to, to make those adjustments. Um, but essentially the, the personal allowance for tax and national insurance is equalized at, at around 12 and a half thousand pounds. Um, so, you can earn twelve and a half thousand of property rental income without net of reasonable expenses, without a national insurance or a, a, an income tax liability in the UK going forward. So that's a very tax efficient investment for for expats. Um, uh, so if it's a UK expat and you you leave your property in the UK and you rent it out becomes very tax, it's, it's a tax efficient way to generate some extra income. The movable incomes you have, your pensions, your dividends, your bank interest, or your earnings overseas, they, they can travel to your new tax residence. So it allows you to use two personal allowances in two jurisdictions to, to your maximum effect. 
So consider that and, and, and let us know if we can help at proactpartnership.com. Um, you have to do the return. It's your responsibility to make that notification. Uh, UK returns are due from the beginning of April and, and they're due. Uh, you've still got the option to send a manual one uh, or an online return uh, that will be due by the end of January uh, in the following year. Uh, the paper return has to be submitted within six months. Um, in a jurisdiction like Cyprus, you don't have that uh, option. It's uh, All the returns must be done online. <coughs> and bear in mind that all the information that you're reporting on your tax return is verified with exchange of information. So it doesn't matter um, your bank is reporting the income flows uh, and capital flows through through there, as is your investment, as is your property agent, and, and technically your lawyer and your accountant as well. So they're all reporting to the tax authorities. Uh, so we have those in mind and 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 make sure that you make the return uh, correct and it's verifiable against the exchange of information. Exchange of information runs for all countries around all the world. So it could be that. Um, uh, you know, you can't rent property overseas and, and take it as a tax-free income in the way that people might have thought they could do with their Spanish villa in the past. It has to be reported. If you don't make the report, it will be found out at some point, and, and that will be a complication. Whether you're selling the villa in, in Spain or Cyprus or whether you're, uh, you've got an inheritance tax return or a capital gains tax return or a business entity in the UK. So just have in mind for that. So uh, let's just focus a bit more on overseas. The way the, way the, the UK report and manage uh, property rental income, it can be a very tax efficient investment for an expat living outside the UK to have an additional tax-free income maximise the personal allowance doesn't mean that it's not reportable on their tax return where they are tax resident as well. So it may lead to additional income there. Uh, but, you know, it, it's tax efficient income in terms of not paying 20% uh, income tax in the UK. If we look at Cyprus as a comparison, again, Cyprus tax returns are now available to do for the previous year from April. So those, those opportunities exist. Now, property is taxed as a separate class of taxes completely. So if you think about it, um, if you look at your UK tax return, um, you've got your basic uh, income statement and then you have the uh, addendums for employed income, self-employed income, foreign income, uh, you can have property income and your non-resident status uh, and capital gains tax returns. Um, so anybody has to add those in. So if you sold a property in the last year, you have to add that capital gains tax return uh, or that income tax return. All those things have to be added in uh, and into the return. Now, those old schedules were called A, B, C, D, E, F, G uh, of tax. Um, and, and that was just to keep the separate areas of income uh, private and discreet when tax returns were first introduced around about 300 years ago. Uh, in other jurisdictions like Cyprus, um, different types of income are taxed in completely different ways. 
So they have some income which is progressive in terms of um, a, a personal allowance of so 20% and then a higher rate up to 35% in Cyprus on income. But some there are some flat rate taxes as well. So in, in Cyprus, uh, pension income is flat, uh, expat pensions are flat rate 5%. Um, uh, interest is flat rate 30%. The dividends are flat rate 17% without the personal allowance. So uh, it's not, it doesn't work in quite the same way as another jurisdiction. So to maximize your allowances, you need to consider what the options are. For an expat living in Cyprus as a tax resident with a non-domicile status, they don't get any tax at all on um, non-domiciled income, such as dividends or interest, and they can get some relief on property rental income as well. Uh, However, if, if you own and rent property in Cyprus and you're a Cyprus tax resident, you've got a, an income tax liability and a flat rate um, 3% tax liability. There's an allowance, so in effectively the tax rate is, is 2.25% as a flat rate on, on property rental income, whatever, whatever the level. Now, if you're non-domicile, you don't pay that tax, but if you... It, um, so an expat investing in Cyprus property doesn't pay that 3%, but they still have the, the uh, £17,500 um, approximately personal allowance uh, before they pay any income tax at 20%. Um, so investing in Cyprus property can be very tax efficient from a Cyprus perspective uh, if, if it's your only source of income, but for an expat, uh, in, in, in Cyprus, a property investment can be a very tax efficient form of income if they have no other relevant income. If, for example, they're paying 5% uh, on property rental income or they've just got dividend income coming through uh, from uh, an overseas company and, and there's a non-DOM paying 0% tax. So the property rental income tax to source, you can't... Uh, offset all your individual allowances. There's a deemed 20% expense on a Cyprus property rental. So it's a flat rental, but you have to then pay in addition um, a health tax at 2.6%. Again, it's a flat rate on that property rental income and VAT. Now in, in the UK, VAT for a property rental business won't kick in until turnover exceeds 85,000 pounds in Cyprus. The, the VAT threshold for registering is the lowest uh, allowed by the EU at 15 and a half, around about 15,500 euros, which is about sort of 12, 13,000 pounds a year. So above that has to be registered for VAT potentially. There are some exemptions, but it, it, again, it's another factor, another consideration. Bearing in mind, we've got exchange of information between agents, between banks, between uh, uh, the, the people and, and with the loans or the people with the equity equity stakes. So consider that reporting and, and that, that liability. So what I'm trying to illustrate is that um, property rental, especially holiday lets or overseas property rentals or income registered in property back home in the past wasn't always um, 
reported and it, it, it was a bit of a cash in hand business that's gradually got more and more regulated and that regulation exchange of information uh, to know beneficiaries to know uh, uh, to do a tax return for example cyprus uh, have allowed uh, property trusts uh, family trusts for many years but the, the the extra compliance in Cyprus now is that they have to do a tax return each year as well. Um, so, you know, have, have that in mind. So that's so reporting of the income to, to make sure that it, there isn't additional taxes due in your country. A double taxation treaty stops tax uh, income being taxed twice, but you still may pay it at your highest marginal rate in Cyprus they have exemptions for non-domiciled expats. Um, in the UK, that's not necessarily the case. So someone's expat to the UK, they're only liable for the fixed income in the UK, which could be their property rental income. Uh, and that's their sole income. All their other pension uh, investment and dividend income is, is movable and it's moved with them overseas. Um, but in other jurisdictions like Cyprus, Property rental income can be fixed. Uh, there can be a non-domicile exemption, uh, but there may not be. And those taxes need to be paid as well and considered in full. Uh, that level of complication and that level of advice and guidance we can offer you through our product retained client service. Uh, go along to our website at productpartnership.com, uh, chat with us live, and that opens up um, the ability to register as a retained client at productpartnership.co.uk. Uh, you can subscribe and get that advice and free consultations with, with our consultants to help you and guide you on your property rental um, investment or business, uh, depending on how that's working for you. Tax returns are due now. So April is the start of the tax year. It's the start of the spring. It's the start of the old uh, Julius Caesar, Julius calendar, uh, New Year. So the, the, there's uh, um, tax returns are due now in, in many jurisdictions, including Cyprus and the UK. So we're now collecting information from clients to get those returns done as soon as possible. Um, if you found this interesting, please subscribe. Watch us again next time. I've got some very, very interesting uh, webinars coming up in, in the coming months. But first and foremost, get set to collect the information from the last year, uh, share it with your, your tax agent, and we can help you with that so that we can get that prepared and get those returns started so that you get the, the tax returns submitted by the deadlines. Deadlines for returns this year from the middle of the year onwards, but we need time to get that work prepared. And now is the time to uh, uh, spring clean, get the income to us, and, and let us complete those returns for you. So thanks for, for listening. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Product Partnership uh, uh, Living and Working Abroad. Share it with friends, like it, comment. Uh, I've got some comments now. Um, for our retained clients, <clears throat> we now switch over to a, 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 a Q&A session on Facebook. The Facebook group, which you know all about. If you're a subscribed client, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you again next time.